0: Hello and welcome to episode 59 of Lousy Beautiful Town, where we have a bit of crack and we're all massive rides. I'm your host, Abby, and I'm joined by your other host, Jess.
1: I already need subtitles. Like, I don't (laughs) know what the fuck you just said. We're
0: having a bit of fun and we're all super hot. There you go, that's your translation.
1: Excellent, thank you.
0: (laughs) But not only are, are Jess and I here, also our friend of the pod, Russ is here. Hi. Hello! Yay! I'm excited!
2: I would just like to point out that I didn't need the translations.
0: <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <How do> you? <laughs> Not enough white is coming out here. I was just about to say,
2: it might be because I am blindingly white.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Jess as- is flavor of white that's in there is definitely not irish so no definitely not <laughs> right. i'm pretty sure it's english and yeah. that's kind of, that should be
1: upsetting <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well hi i'm excited it's been a hot minute since we've had a guest i feel like when's the last time we had a guest ash
1: yeah i think so a back-to-back ash episodes <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: nice yeah so hello yeah we're, we have Russ, and we're very excited
1: Welcome to the chaos. <laughs> Can we take a
0: minute to appreciate um, it's been about a year since we've been friends with Russ and the way we know that <laughs> is because <laughs> we met through LVT Trivia Night <laughs> that our friend Same Danny hosted. That no, was the night that Gina Carano got fired. It was a great night. Yeah, Danny had had hosted on behalf of Encyclopedia uh, Trivia Night and uh, our friend B roped Russ into doing it. And then we got a new Patreon subscriber that night. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history. <laughs> and now they're here. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so so today, we're talking about Dairy Girls. Uh, and if you follow either Jess or I, um, we haven't shut the fuck up about this show for <laughs> months.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, like years at this point, actually.
0: <laughs> no, because you hadn't even seen season two until you came to my house.
1: But I feel like we were talking about it before then, and that's how we found out that Russ also liked Dairy Girls, and we decided to start the Dairy Girls podcast, and then I and then I finally <laughs> watched... This is the Dairy Girls podcast. Welcome. I hadn't seen season two Possible. yet, so we
0: watched it Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we, we watched season two and just came to visit me. And it was really great because we got really high. Um, and we watched the entirety of season two of Dairy Girls. And then we had the brilliant idea of watching the Great British Bake Off holiday episode of Dairy Girls. Um, All of
2: this sounds like a great idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> we, <laughs> dude, <laughs> we unintentionally <laughs> got very horny. <laughs> By watching the Great British Bake Off,
2: <laughs> I have to ask,
0: <laughs> it's the actor who plays James. <laughs>
2: that's what I thought. He's
0: just a baby.
1: <laughs> He's a very
2: attractive man.
0: But we were like, we it's would like-, like to
1: ruin you, sir.
0: <laughs> like, that's where that I went. I 100
2: understand <laughs> yeah. that impulse.
0: Yeah. And so that was that was basically the gist of just coming to visit me back in August. And also, we Making- went to Jollibee, but.
2: <laughs> I'm still. So good. I, I haven't been to a Jollibee.
0: <gasps> come visit. I know B is trying to plan a visit out here anyway, so come when B comes, and I'll take you to Jollibee. <laughs> this is to a fair Jollibee.
3: trade,
2: yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll literally be it. I'll come say hi. We'll go to Jollibee, and then I'll leave.
0: Yeah, I'll <laughs> drop you back off at the airport. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <sighs> so, okay. So I was trying to remember what got me into Dairy Girls. And I was like, I couldn't remember if it was, like, word of mouth or something. But I'm pretty sure for me, it was just, like, sounds were trending on TikTok. <clears throat> and it was specifically the um, the um the scene where it's in season... No, it's at the end of season one because it's the episode where Claire comes out and uh, (laughs) they're talking about how it's, it's wall to wall lesbians out there. (laughs) And that was what got me to be like, I need to fucking watch this show. (laughs) But uh, I figured we could also start with what got y'all into Dairy Girls. Charles. Charles. (laughs) Sure.
2: He just wants to be involved.
0: He does. He's like, I love Dairy Girls. I'm a Dairy Girl. Oh, your chin is all wet. That's gross. Anyway, what got y'all into Dairy Girls?
2: <laughs> you go first, Russ. <laughs> um, my mom actually showed it to me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait. I had I'd heard, I'd heard about it before in passing. Like, I had heard people say, oh, Dairy Girls is really good. Dairy Girls is really funny. But nobody's saying what the fuck it was or what it was about. <laughs> what is a Dairy Or even what it was on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I was like, okay, Dairy Girls. is, And, you know, I just, like, all I heard was it was good. So I was like, I don't care enough to look it up. And I was at my mom's a couple years ago, would have been for, like, Christmas. And she was like, hey, I watched this show on Netflix called Dairy Girls. That was really good. And we should watch it. And she just turned it on. We watched both seasons.
0: Incredible. (laughs) I love that.
1: I, this is not Dairy Girls related, but I just want to point out that I have bet I have met both of your moms. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's not true. You've been to my parents. You've met my parents. Jess has met my parents. She's yeah. been to my parents' house. Like, we're yeah. on that level.
1: You and I mean was my... in. I... You didn't meet yeah, my stepdad step step... yeah. to you. Yeah. didn't meet the lobby. Yeah. That's what so right, you did, place. yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: I was in the when
2: we were leaving.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> we didn't plan that, by the way. It just kind of happened. Jess is the meter of parents. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> because i'm old enough to be your my parent, mom said you were kidding. nice <laughs> oh great your mom was fabulous i would love to hang out with her just one-on-one i <laughs> watch dairy <Jerry> girls <laughs> people love my mom yeah she's fantastic um you can cut this because I don't know if Russ wants his mom's story to be. It's fine. Public. It's cool. Um, so uh, Russ called his mom to be like, "Hey, I need to come drop my stuff off." Blah blah. blah. Just, are you there? Like, I have a friend with me. Is it okay if she comes up or whatever? And um, so it was okay that I came up. <laughs> and so uh, we go uh, and I we literally just walk in like, "Hello," Russ drops his his all his Star Wars stuff off. <laughs> From Disneyland. And then um we were like, okay, we're gonna go. And your mom was like, I put a bra on for that. <laughs> and that is when that that's what I knew Your fun. mom would be wow. <laughs> that's that's when I knew your, your I mom like- was a dairy girl, I like
0: guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, just based off of that story alone, I feel like our moms would be good friends. My mom is very much so the same way. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Wow, we're starting a mom's club. Sorry, Jess.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I can cut that out if you want. <laughs> I'm, cool. I'm cool.
1: We have a very dark sense of humor. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, oh, my God. And, oh my. and maybe a couple months ago, Abby texted me and was like, it's not fair. I can't get you with your mom jokes anymore. Because
0: <laughs> and- you, you did a your mom joke to me, and I was like, well, that's not fucking fair. I can't do that to you. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, I,
2: feel- I keep snorting, and now it's the half this episode just going to be me snorting, and I apologize in advance. No. For-
0: <laughs> no apologies. We love unapologetic laughter, because we're fucking hilarious. <laughs> it feeds our ego. <laughs> It's my turn to answer the question. Yeah,
1: um, I like how you have to have an introduction point to Dairy Girls because why the hell would you just randomly watch this show? <laughs> seeing it on Netflix. Honestly. Somebody had somebody had to evangelize for the show in order for us to watch <laughs> it. Well, I time. showed it to B, and uh-huh. I'm pa-
2: I'm probably gonna. Oh, I'm, uh, I want to watch it with my girlfriend too because I told her I was rewatching, and she's like, "Oh, watch it." I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna be like taking notes and stuff. It won't be fun, but I'll watch it again." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. (laughs) So good. Um, I was introduced to it by um, Kristen and Miranda from Book Wars Pod. Mm. I was at their house and we were very high (laughs) and we were waiting for Kristen's now husband to cook us dinner. And so they were like, you have to watch Dairy Girls. And I'm like, they always show me random ass shit when I (laughs) go (laughs) visit All of the weirdest shows I've started watching are because of them. Um, But yeah, so we're watching it. and I was like, this is what the fuck is what is the show? It's amazing. Uh And then I forgot about it. Um, And then Abby was like, oh, do you watch Dairy Girls? And I was like, oh, shit, like I need to finish watching because I did love it. And I completely forgot about it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's my introduction point. Thanks, Book Wars Pod.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's something I mean, we'll talk about this throughout the episode, But like like you said, like we had to have an introduction point to the show because it's not this the show wasn't geared towards like, hey, Americans, watch this show. Like (laughs) this is this is a show that is made and produced in Northern Ireland and obviously was meant for them, but like, you know, got a huge success. But I I think part of like what makes it so fucking successful and why we're having a Dairy Girls episode (laughs) is there is something so unbelievably charming about this show and something so unbelievably relatable <laughs> to a group of teenage girls and an English guy in the '90s in the Troubles in Northern Ireland and in a Catholic school.
1: <laughs> that, I, none of that speaks to me. Right? I'm not
0: represented by any of that.
1: No. <laughs> Why are we into this?
2: You yeah. know yeah, you're exactly. It shouldn't work. As well as it does, I think. Yeah. Like, just based, like, on paper. But, no, it's it's amazing. It's so goddamn mm-hmm. good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have made everybody in my life watch Dairy Girls. I made mean, Chris watch Dairy Girls. He actually really liked it. We actually just rewatched all of season two last night. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I made my mom watch Dairy Girls. Uh, and. It's it's very funny when you get somebody who very much so grew up in Catholicism and specifically a very, like, Irish-American brand of Catholicism. I think that's where, like, my relation comes in. Of like, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel a lot of this. And I was like, mother, mother <laughs> you have to watch this. Because <laughs> it's too fucking real. <laughs> so I fucking... Adore the show. So. so good. Let's talk about the best parts of the show. Um, and I think the tip top is the girls. Hmm. So we have, <laughs> first of all, I love that everybody consistently refers to them as girls. Doesn't matter that James is there, they are girls and James <laughs> is fine with it. Like, I mean, like he obviously has like, I'm a boy sometime <laughs> but, like, overall in general, he never bitches about the fact that he's a dairy girl. Um, but we we have our friends Aaron, Michelle, Orla, Claire and James who's everyone's favorite character James Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who my favorite is it changes regularly
2: so I'd actually, either James or Orla
0: mm, Orla Okay, tell. Okay, I know why Jess loves Michelle. Tell me more about your love for James and/or Orla.
2: So Orla, I like just well, honestly, I'll, and I, I wrote down. No, I feel like I I do love Orla, but I feel like out of all the main uh, uh, main characters, she kind of gets the shorter than the stick. Most mm. of her stuff's just regulated to her being weird, but yeah. also. <laughs> She's really good at like the actress is really good at that. She's very funny.
1: Yeah, um, and, yeah it doesn't feel forced when she does it. No. She just feels weird. It's like, yeah, right. that's a weird teenage girl. Um,
2: yeah. <laughs> right. And I've I've definitely known people like that. And it just feels like a very it's like it's like, no, yeah, yeah, this isn't exaggerated whatsoever. Like yeah. Um, so that's the thing I like about and the thing and I like about Orla is that yeah, she's really weird, and she doesn't give a shit. Mm. Like they, they, they just—I don't—and I just rewatched it the other day, so maybe I did miss something, but I don't think I did. They just—I don't remember any bits where she's like self-conscious about that at all.
3: Yeah. Like,
2: no. No, she's weird.
0: Yeah, Orla is very much so unapologetically her best self. <laughs> yeah. And there's something that's like desirable about that. and like, I wish mm-hmm. I could, I, I could be that way. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, like, the, her, the, like, the step aerobics, or in series, or in series two, when she goes to the prom with her grandfather, and she's yeah. like, and it's, it's just, it's not, it's not presented as like, oh, wow, look at her going with her grandfather. So like, eccentric, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, no, she just wanted to go with, you know, with her grandfather. Yeah. Isn't that nice? It's like, that is nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so we're not going to be like talking like going through episode by episode so we're going to be jumping around all over the place so i apologize to folks who haven't listened to or listened to watch dairy girls but at the same time like why are you listening to this if you haven't watched dairy girls but i (laughs) want to just because i i watched this last night and it made my heart smile so big i want to talk about orla bringing her grandfather to the prom (laughs) and it's just the way that she says like They told us to bring the nicest man that you knew. And well, I found the best. And it's just her grandpa, it's (laughs) so sweet. And it's because she's so, I think part of like Orla's charm is she's just so entirely sincere. There Mm -hmm. is not a mean or malicious or like even snarky in a way, like bone in her body. Like she is just Orla (laughs) and I love that for her.
2: (laughs) She's great. And it's funny, actually. One of my favorite James moments is in that same episode
0: mm. mm-hmm.
2: when he shows up to take Aaron to the
1: prom. Yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorite moments too. It's
2: so sweet. <laughs> also, I would like to point out the scarf he has on is the fourth Doctor scarf from <laughs> Doctor Who, and I also have that scarf. Nerd!
1: <laughs> this is why you relate to James. <laughs>
2: I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I like it because uh, I think he's just very relatable, because I feel like the main defining trait for James is he just wants to be accepted.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: And, like, there's several episodes where, like, um, when he's imitating Father Peter, or <laughs> how hard he's trying to, like, fit in with the Protestant boys.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: Or stuff like that, where it's just like, no, this is just a, an awkward kid who just wants to be like, hey, can I like, have see, a friend?
1: <laughs> yeah, see me See yeah. me yeah,
2: yeah. And I so think funny. that's very relatable I And mean, he's just a very Interesting And uh, a sweet character
1: yeah. yeah, something that um, the show I can't really think of. I'm high. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't think of another example of this, but I feel like the show does it more than once. But um, it's interesting how the show turns these essentially like oppression jokes on mm-hmm. its head and like mm-hmm. who is who's being oppressed or who thinks that they're oppressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting that James, the cis white English <laughs> kid is having trouble being seen mm-hmm. by like, all of these women in
0: his life. Yeah. And I think, Protestants. I, think like, I think that's so funny too because like literally he is constantly the butt of the joke because of his position yeah, as of his being English and and being part of the oppressive force in the in mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. most oppressive force right. Right. in the world I, honestly <laughs> like, honestly yeah yeah, yeah I think- prince william <laughs> if you're listening to this <laughs> you were alive during the troubles my guy what the fuck are you talking about this doesn't happen on european soil it happened in your own place in your own backyard <laughs> i know prince william listens to this podcast because the royal well, family 100 listens to royally screwed because mm-hmm. they have to fuck us over every single time we record So they have to also listen to LBT. That's why they've hidden
2: that the Queen's dead, because they didn't want it to be announced while you were recording Royally
0: Screwed. (laughs) Or they're waiting for us to come back from hiatus. (laughs) They wanted to give us content.
2: (laughs) But what I was going to say in regards to James being part of that, um, being the, the whole English thing, I think the show does a very good job right at the beginning of establishing each one of these characters as a full like they're fully realized right from the start mm-hmm. and I think a great example of that is in the very first episode when the soldiers come on to the bus to you know, be good to inspect for a bomb mm-hmm. and James is like what's going on what's all this and everybody else just like it's an, they're inspecting for a bomb like why yeah. are you freaking out for this just happens
0: Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure like just, Michelle is like talking about how she wants to have sex with one of them and he's just like is, yeah. he's with guns on the bus <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just so normal for them and for yeah. him it's like what the fuck
0: yeah he has a really fun arc too of like at the end like realizing that he has been accepted into mm-hmm. this group mm. it's just not necessarily in the way that he like thought acceptance would come from because <laughs> like usually acceptance is comes in the form of like I love you, you are my friend, and I'm glad to have you in my life. For James, it's shut the fuck up, wank features, <laughs> like, And and realizing that that is his friend's brand of saying, I love you, you are part of us. And I think the fact, too, like, at the very end where his, like, kind of, like, come to Jesus moment of that he's going to stay in Derry instead of going back to England with his mom. I think the fact that that conversation happens with Michelle mm-hmm. is... Mm-hmm so good i'm really glad it was just michelle going after james instead of like all the girls and like her specifically being like you can't fucking leave yeah what are you doing
2: i I made a note of that in my section on michelle like yeah that specific scene yeah and like how much it shows about her as a character as well Mm because out of all of them i feel like she's the one who gave james the most shit right from the start oh
0: yeah (laughs) She talks about it and immediately talks about how her aunt Kathy went to fucking England to get an abortion, and while well, that didn't happen, yeah. <laughs> James is like, "What?"
2: In the, the episode of the Ukrainian, uh, oh, the Ukrainian. Mom. She's like, "We could have had one if my like like piece of shit English cousin wasn't taking up the spare room." I'm like I'm talking about you, James.
0: <laughs> I know who you're talking about. <laughs> i feel like that's a good kind of transition into talking about michelle who is jess's favorite character (laughs) so
1: i watched this you know almost the whole entire first season by myself and i didn't come to the conclusion that i share a lot of traits with michelle until i was watching this with abby and it was almost like having one of those like third person moments of like Oh God. Like I'm watching with this this with someone else. So it's not just me like internally engaging with this. It's like, oh no, like this person knows who I am objectively. And that's mm-hmm. me. And um she just wants everybody to have a good time. Uh she has a really filthy, disgusting mouth. <laughs> like her language <laughs> is amazing. Mm-hmm. The fact that I said that it's amazing <laughs> tells you all you need to know. Um she has a very like a very gruff sort of way that she shows affection to people. Mm-hmm. And she also like calls people on their bullshit when they're being ridiculous. Um,
0: it's literally just God. Jess. It's so weird. It's <laughs> it is so weird. Michelle is very much so Jess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like she just wants everyone to do drugs and have a good time.
0: <laughs> like- <laughs> I was literally about to bring up that.
2: Like, Yeah. Michelle's just like, Jess, they both give their friends
1: drugs. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've given both of you drugs. You
0: have. The first time I ever had a drug was because of you. <laughs> Jess was the one to give me my first weed. I was your gateway. <laughs> <laughs> the I dare did program you didn't warn me about Jess. <laughs> but Jess is
2: a bad influence.
0: <laughs> she gave me a whole bag on the con floor like you just opened up your backpack grabbed a bag of gummies weed wasn't legal here at that time by the way (laughs) it wouldn't go it wouldn't be legal recreationally until january 2020 and it's fucking april 2019 and she's shoving a bag of gummies into my bag on the mill of the con floor (laughs) at star wars celebration
2: It's called Star Wars well, Celebration, not exactly. Star Wars Boring. Yeah,
0: that's so true. <laughs> so true.
1: Also, um, I am from California. I have lived in the Los Angeles area my entire life. It's legal here. And it has been Therefore, for a long time. legal in <laughs> Illinois? Like, so I forget that I was supposed to be sneaky about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have to be sneaky about that here. Yeah. Again, they let
2: her bring it into downtown Disney.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? They wouldn't let me. They wouldn't let me bring my pepper spray, and they almost didn't let me bring my knife. But the guy was like, "It's a small knife. Just hide it at the bottom. We'll pretend I didn't see it." <laughs> Incredible. Disney let me in with a knife. Let me just say, <laughs> a um, knife? and 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 drugs. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So they wow. let me through with the drugs too. Disney you, heard you heard it
0: here. You heard it here. This may be
2: homophobic, but the mouse also knows how to party.
0: <laughs> the mouse might want me dead, but the mouse will let me smoke weed first. <laughs> I there is so much there that the fact that they let they let me
1: through with a knife and weed <laughs> like there's a lot right there.
0: It's all very Michelle of you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <It is. laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just really identify with this character. And if I grew up as a Northern Irish girl, Catholic girl in the 90s, this is exactly who I would have been. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. (laughs) Michelle is (laughs) who I would have wanted to be when I was a youth group kid (laughs) of like the cool one that was like, I don't really give a shit. Because then you look cool if you don't really give a shit. But unfortunately, I was a little too into Jesus <laughs> to be <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Michelle, don't care about Jesus. No, it's <laughs> Okay, one of my very okay. This is a very relatable Michelle moment. Is in season one, where uh, they they think they see the statue of Mary crying. I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> but it's dog piss it's not tears (laughs) Michelle is like praying to Mary and being like look I'm not gonna promise anything we all know that's shit I'm not like I'm not gonna do the I won't do this if you give me this and that is so relatable so relatable as somebody who grew up Catholic would frequently pray and have to be like "All right, listen you know I'm a piece of shit (laughs) but I really need your help
2: my other favorite thing in that scene is her calling Mary Big M.
0: Ah oh, yes, <laughs> Big M. <laughs> oh. We um, we we Catholics really buzz off Mary. We really we really do love her. Very <laughs> specifically, I do love a good statue. <laughs> oh, I do love a good statue though. <laughs> it's so true. Okay, but like I feel like so that's a big thing that I get from like my Protestant friends is like, why do you guys love Mary so much? And it's like, I don't. why not? Fuck you. Why don't you value women in your religion? <laughs> Just saying. Um, and, and like, I feel like this is especially true for Irish Catholics, uh, Latin Catholics and Filipino Catholics. <laughs> and I am Irish Catholic or Irish American Catholic. My partner is Filipino Catholic.
1: <laughs> um, I live in an area with a lot of Latin Catholics and uh-huh. I had a question that came up uh, because when I, so right before I went to visit Abby, um, my next door neighbors are Catholic, like very Catholic. And the wife is Mexican and the husband is like this older white guy. Like she's still kind of young and hot. And I'm like, what Oof. is going on here? But anyway, <laughs> her. yeah, yeah. Um, no fetishization going on there at all. <laughs> right? Uh, they're very nice. They're very, They're actually really great neighbors. I really like them. But um, one day I came home and I was like walking to my front door, and their front door is like facing the way that I walk, and I saw. It looked like somebody found a photo of mary (laughs) in a magazine and ripped out the page of the magazine and taped it on their door their front door and i was like what the fuck is this catholic nonsense like and me and billy have been wondering about this for weeks i go to visit abby and i'm like what the fuck is this catholic person (laughs) like please explain why there is a magazine photo of mary taped to my neighbor's front door (laughs) and apparently your brand and chris's brand of catholic are also very similar (laughs) Mm -hmm. we love mary we very much so them. love Mary. <laughs> Weirdest. And I like how when I explain that, you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, yeah.
0: what? <laughs> Why? Nothing about that
2: sounded weird to me.
0: No. I mean, like, okay, like, if you... It, I was going to say, if you've been to my parents' house, Jess, you've been to my parents' house. But oh, like yeah, there's Catholic like, shit everywhere. There's religious <laughs> iconography <laughs> everywhere. And that's, that's also I think, also, like, something that draws me into... Because, you know, one of our main settings is in, like, Aaron and Orla's home. Um, all of their decorations make sense to me. Like, there is a, a picture uh, in their living room of, like, Jesus dying on the cross. Yeah, that tracks. Like, <laughs> a, like a very big framed picture. Like, my parents in the, the living room have this picture of Jesus. But it's, like, it's made, like, the picture is made by, like, writing if that makes sense. And like mm-hmm. the shading of the writing. And it's the Sermon on the Mount. And so when you look at it, it's the Sermon on the Mount. But it's Jesus. <laughs> when My grandparents would come to visit. We would put out extra crucifixes. We had one that glowed oh in the dark. <laughs> that would hang out in the bathroom. So <laughs> the bathroom. The, it's very relatable. I'm dying because this sounds <laughs> crazy to
1: me. Yeah. I well, I'm the Protestant in this room, <laughs> and all you guys sound nuts. Well, you see, this is all
2: track for me because that wasn't really my mom.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: we didn't go to our local Catholic church because the priest was a pedophile.
0: Oh, um, that tracks.
2: Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Abigail, But,
2: ten. laughs> my grandmother, real, just loved mm-hmm. Jesus. That woman (laughs) loved Jesus. She got a black market copy of Passion of the Christ. She loved Jesus so much.
0: (laughs) That was the first R-rated movie my parents ever let me watch.
2: (laughs) So yeah, no, her, her her house had exactly the kind of stuff Abby was
0: describing. Chris's parents house. This is my favorite part about Chris's parents house. At the top of the stairs, uh, Like, in the hallway, there is a picture of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. This is a very famous painting. The thing about this Sacred Heart of Jesus is its heart is actually a light. (laughs) And it functions as a (laughs) nightlight. And it glows. And Chris tells me that when he would get in trouble... He would have to go and kneel in front of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, the light up Sacred Heart of Jesus, and pray. No, so, yeah, literally. <laughs> so, like everything, everything about like the weirdness of Catholicism in Dairy Girls hundred percent tracks. Like well, they're not over exaggerating in any way, shape, or form.
2: Well, I, I wrote down a note because I was taking notes as I was watching the episodes. Um, in series two when um, Mary <laughs> kills their aunt <laughs> um, and uh, James is freaking out about seeing like just the body mm-hmm. line there and I was just like ah, that's Catholic, <laughs> that's not weird at all
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's funny. like is everybody aware there is a dead body here and it's like yeah it's just yeah. Bridie <laughs> <laughs> like okay i'll admit like the first time you see a dead body it's a little like oh that's a dead body but then after a while you get really fucking used to it when you're catholic (laughs) okay i explain to me why i i don't i don't understand it is (laughs) it's very common for if even if you're going to be cremated it's very common for catholics to have a wake and it to be open casket and because we don't We are so big on like the you're you're not there anymore. It's just literally Mm. a body because your soul has gone to heaven. So really, there's nothing to be freaked out about anyway. Um, And if you know a lot of old people, you go to a lot of funerals. (laughs) 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 You just kind of get used to seeing a dead body. And you're just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, I'll touch it.
2: I never went that far. I I can never do that.
0: No. But yeah, I only did it when it was my grandparents. That was different. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. But Catholics, even you're going to save us from being
1: so disconnected from death. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the Catholics okay. will bring us back to reality. But like, even my grand—both my grandparents got cremated, but we still had an open casket wake and rosary service. We had to have the rosary service. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and then, like, there was a day in between the wake and the funeral, and that's when they got cremated. So, I don't know. Maybe Catholics just really like to look at dead bodies. Oh, I don't fucking know what's wrong with us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um,
2: I mean, it, it tracks all, like, the crucifixes and shit, too.
0: Yeah. We're, listen. <laughs> Catholicism. The aesthetic, always on point. <laughs> Very gothic. Very grim. Kind of some blood magic. Transubstantiation.
1: I, oh, yeah. I (laughs) I, I had a very different religious upbringing, (laughs) is all I have to say. Uh, Uh, Non-denominational evangelicals are
0: (laughs) equally awful, but very different. (laughs) You mean you don't have a drawer in... in in your uh living room that has holy water in it
1: um I, my youth pastor probably would have called that satanic because cool. uh evangelicals think that catholics are not real christians Yeah, that sounds about right. I've, had
2: that, I've, I've had that conversation with people before like i remember the first time i heard that in like middle school somebody said that to me and i was like what
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are like the OG Christians. Right. Like... Well, that, that, I was okay.
0: Sorry that we're getting so after. We're just talking about Catholicism now, but I had a feeling that this is how this episode was going to go, and I don't care. I'm very happy right now. Um, I was having a conversation with our friends Ash and Brooklyn not too long ago, and the fun thing about me, Ash, and Brooklyn is we all have religious trauma, but all very different flavors of religious <laughs> trauma. I obviously grew up Catholic. Ash grew up evangelical, uh, and Brooklyn grew up Mormon. And we were having a conversation about like how other like Protestant sects of Christianity fully do not believe that Catholics and Mormons are Christian. That, no. that we, we are like Satanic. We, we are the devil. We're that you guys are cults. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> that's basically yeah. what we're taught. And Brooklyn was like making a a point about like how, at least in her experience with the Mormon church, like they are very adamant on pushing back on that of like, no, we are, we are Christians because they are a newer form of Christianity. Cause they didn't mm. exist until like what the 1800s when yeah. Jesus supposedly came to America to talk to Joseph <laughs> Smith or whatever. I don't know. I've only Listen, seen the Most book of my Mormon. knowledge
2: of Mormonism comes from a Sherlock Holmes book. I'll be
0: yeah. <laughs> my, my knowledge of Mormonism comes from uh, Brooklyn and the book of Mormon. So I, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and, Um, but she's like, yeah, there's like a big, like, no, we are Christians. And I was just sitting there thinking, I was like, I've, I didn't know that like Protestants didn't even think that like Catholics were Christian until I grew up. Like I was an adult because we, at least how I was raised, we don't fucking care because we've been here longer than you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we have seniority. I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm probably so making, hard. I'm probably triggering. So many of our friends come from a Protestant-ish background. I'm probably triggering so many of them right now. And I'm so happy. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Okay. So anyway, I'm try- did you
2: figure out who your favorite is yet, Abby? <laughs>
0: Actually, you know what I do, but I want to, I want to talk about Claire first, um, (laughs) because she is also my, I think she's my second favorite, the little wee lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, I didn't know a whole lot about the show going into it. I obviously knew there was a conversation about lesbians from TikTok (laughs) and that it was like an overall good conversation about lesbians, um. And so I was like, cool, I'll watch the show. And I never expected that one of the girls was going to be the lesbian. And I, I have to commend this show. I was just thinking about this last night while I was watching is like, yes, it's a big deal when Claire comes out um, in the last episode of season one. Um, And like they do bring it up throughout season two. But we never see, and this is this is something surprising as somebody who grew up Catholic in an Irish American Catholic house, conservative household, like not a single soul was like homophobic to her. Like was Aaron's uh, reaction when Claire came out good? Absolutely not. But they made up and you know, they're still friends, but like, it's never like no one's ever being mean to Claire because she's a lesbian. Yeah. And they didn't have to do that. Because I don't feel like that's what it would have been like (laughs) for a teenage girl coming out as a lesbian in Northern Ireland, a Catholic girl. I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah.
2: No, no, I totally agree with you. And um, that episode has one of my favorite, um, before Claire comes out, has one of my favorite moments with Sister Michael. (laughs) Where first she tells him, oh, no, yeah, you can't publish this story. Mm. which makes sense for her because it's like, yeah, you run a Catholic girl's school. Of course you don't want them to publish the story. But then when it does get published, she just doesn't do shit about it.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And I think that speaks a lot to that character. And like more to the point, like afterwards, besides Aaron and actually to a certain extent, Michelle as well, having bad reactions to uh, Claire coming out after they all make up. Yeah. Nobody ever really makes a big deal about that, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of nice to watch a show where they're just like, no, 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 we're fine.
0: Right. Because, like, there very much so was real-world homophobia going on at that time. If Claire were a real person in, honestly, any time, mm-hmm. <laughs> there would be mm-hmm. very much so a lot of homophobia, especially being raised in, and involved in the Catholic Church. But they were like, no. We don't have to have that in our show. Hi, Eunice. But I think it shows a lot. Oh my god, Ethan. Sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think it shows a lot uh, to how much the show doesn't treat it as some big deal when, Mm -hmm. uh, in the prom episode, again, before Aaron fucks it up, Mm -hmm. she goes, oh yeah, I'll go to the prom with you so you can have a date. And it's like, no, she's just going to go with her friend Mm -hmm. to uh, to support her friend. And nobody was like. Oh, is Aaron also a lesbian? You know, yeah. nobody like, says something anything like that. Right. Of course, you know, then Aaron fucks it up because that's Aaron. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is very much so Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. No. And and then like everybody wears a rainbow pin all throughout yeah. season two. Like mm-hmm. it is just full love, full support for Claire. No one gives a shit. She is still, she's their wee lesbian. <laughs> and I love that. I also just fucking love how fucking high strung she is. I relate to that as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always that worried scene. she's going to get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up.
2: That scene in the first episode.
0: <laughs> it was all Michelle. If <laughs> should get in trouble, it's Michelle. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, you oh. you're <laughs> Such a nerd. <laughs> Yes, this intense fear of authority. (laughs) I have been called out.
1: (laughs) So my sister and I were having a conversation. This is also a Michelle, kind of a Michelle moment. (laughs) Um, My sister was having a conversation with me because yesterday, because um, a couple, like maybe two weeks ago, she was like uh, texting me, like I'm really annoyed. My friends keep asking to like cheat off of me in class, and. No, like that's wrong. And I'm like, Gracie, it's the fucking end of the world. Like, we're at war. Nobody cares. Just let them cheat. Everything's fake. She's like, oh, okay. And you know, I forgot about that conversation a couple of weeks go by. And I think it was actually last the night that Ukraine that Russia invaded Ukraine Mm. um, was when we had this conversation. Cause I was like, nothing matters. (laughs) Let them fucking cheat. I know. Yeah, just let them cheat. Who cares? Um and then last night, um, she was like, You would have been proud of me. Um I, I let my friend cheat off me in my class. And I was like, Oh yay, good job. Weird. <laughs> she's like she's like, Yeah, I thought you told me when I was a kid that cheating was bad. And so I've thought cheating was bad this whole time. And then when you told me who cares, I was like, I had a little crisis of like, what? Oh I was like, Gracie, that's just something you have to tell kids. Like nobody really thinks that like everybody's <laughs> fine with it.
0: I have never yeah. intentionally stolen anything in my life.
1: <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. It's just really, uh, first of all, my influence on this right. child. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. Um, but also the fact that I thought that was so normal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my, my gosh. Yeah. I also love um Claire trying desperately to figure out like how do I <laughs> like with the fucking episode it was it was with the the uh the episode with the Ukrainian Students coming over, mm-hmm. yes. um, where she she a Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that feels a little fucking. Ah.
2: I was watching that episode the other day, and I was just like, "Wow,
0: mm-hmm. wow. really full circle, full <laughs> circle." here. yeah, like, yeah. Um, no, but I love, I, I love. Okay, I love that episode for a number of reasons, but like one of them is when they're talking to, um, what's her name, Katya. Katya, yeah, yes, Katya. yeah. Um, they're talking to Katya, and she's like you guys are constantly killing each other. Because because Aaron is just like, you know, we're really similar if you think about it. And she's like, no, we're fucking not. Like, we had a nuclear reaction. You guys are killing each other for no fucking reason. <laughs> and they're like, well, actually, it's very complex, Katya. And then she goes, it doesn't make any sense. And then Claire has her big freak out of, oh my God, it doesn't make any sense. But then- <laughs> Decides that then it's a good idea to wear a Union Jack t shirt to a party
1: (laughs) where she was trying to make a point, and Michelle goes, Was the point getting fucking beat up? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you wearing that?
2: (laughs) So it's that that that's all right, but that episode actually has another one of my favorite Claire moments that I made a note of, Uh which is um, when Aaron's complaining about how like she's not getting along with Katya. And like, she just wasn't what she was expected, and like Claire just straight up calls her out on her shit. And I, I wrote down the quote: it "Was like, not the grateful little peasant girl you ordered." <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I love that. I love that. I also love that in the, at the end of season two, uh, when Bill Clinton is coming <laughs> to to Dairy, and uh, Claire goes early to save them spots, and yes, she beats I up a little kidding. girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like I don't give a shit. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, I feel really basic for um, choosing Aaron as my favorite character, but I right now I'm really feeling Aaron. She there's as a former teenage girl, mm-hmm. there's something so relatable
1: about Aaron, and it's all the cringy teenage girl uh-huh. moments That's it's why it's <laughs> like, ugh. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Aaron is so messy, and I love that. <laughs> I really love good. that the show allows her to be yeah. messy. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the the running theme of her, like, Aaron having very good intentions, but either not having the maturity, or just not being actually prepared for the reality
0: mm. of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I, I think I sent something to Jess Um, that... I'm trying to see if I can find it. I think I said to T, that is not, that is the Geralt dildo. <laughs> 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 uh, I forgot about that.
2: <laughs> so, my mom called earlier and she was like, What are you doing tonight? And I mentioned this. And she's like, Oh, you should send me the episode. I'm like, um, like Almost positive that it is not going to be appropriate for you, mom. And um, you know what? I think we were doing all right until the Geralt dildo, and yeah, I'm definitely not sending this to my mother.
0: Sorry! I'm so sorry. I am so sorry.
2: It's totally fine.
0: Uh, the thing is, is I'm not sorry. I know. I know. I can't fucking find it, it's pissing me off. Maybe I posted it in the LBT Discord or something like that. But it was it was a it was a Reddit post in the Dairy Girls Reddit. About, like, people talking about, like, Aaron and and her really grinding their gears sometimes because she can be so fucking frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like, not the little peasant girl you expected and, like, kind of being a dick to Claire when Claire came out to her and stuff like that. Aaron very much so wants to be and knows and thinks she is the main character. Um, mm-hmm. Which is that, that's not a, a fault, I don't think. Like if yes, please be the main character of your own fucking life. It's just she does it to such an extent. But I I, I saw a post on the Dairy Girls Reddit talking about like she is any teenage girl on Tumblr in 2012. Yep, and, oh, and yeah. there's there's something so eternal and universal about the white teenage girl learning about activism. Yeah. <laughs> that is so relatable. And I understand, like, especially like if people of color are like, I can't fucking stand Aaron. I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. As somebody who was once a 15 year old white girl. <laughs> <laughs> I so get Aaron. <laughs> to On a spiritual level. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I agree. I like that. They, they let her be a messy teenage girl who needs to learn. And she does. Like, mm-hmm. she definitely has her slip up. She definitely has a bit of self-righteousness to her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She definitely matures significantly throughout the show. But, like, she is still... She's a fucking... She's learning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Of um, like how much I relate to Erin in terms of being an annoying teenage girl. Um, especially while watching the poetry episode. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. So there's the episode where they get Mr. Brune, their new poetry teacher, or their English teacher, is going to teach them poetry. I love this episode um, yeah. because I love getting to see James also deciding he's going to have fabulous winged liner to look like Mr. I Brune. I noted that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. And, like, he's just like, yeah, fuck it. I'll fucking put on eyeliner. I don't care. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like... <laughs> Aaron thinks she is the most so deep, <laughs> deep and intelligent person in the world. Like the bullets That's... being fired outside my bed are nothing compared to the bullets being fired <laughs> inside my head. It's about the troubles and you know the tr- my troubles personally. <laughs> I I uh... I'm going to tell this story and I'm going to be really embarrassed by it. (laughs) (laughs) When I was in middle school. um, So this is peak like Abby junior high uh, Catholic 13 year old. Uh, I was hanging out with my friends. We were having a sleepover and we were just watching movies and watching TV. um, And it's like midnight. And we were like, we're going to stay up all night. We're going to talk. We're going to have deep conversations. (laughs) And. I get, I think it was over the summer because like there was something with like the Olympics going on or something like that. Cause there kept being like a bunch of American express commercials with Morgan Freeman talking about the Olympics. So <laughs> <laughs> the Olympics had to have been going on because I remember seeing that commercial and like we had somehow gotten on the topic and like, this was like teen, teen white girls first converse big conversation with her peers about injustice in the world. <laughs> And we were all just like, I just, I don't get, like, how people can be hateful and shit like that. And, like, we see this fucking Olympics commercial about, like, how even though we have our differences, we come together to compete. And I said what I thought was the deepest thing (laughs) to ever come out of anybody's mouth. I was like, you know what? We all laugh in the same language.
1: (laughs) So profound. <laughs> so
2: I would wow. like, I'd like to. I've like uh, looked at my notes from that episode, and I'm assuming this was in regards to Aaron's poem. And the, exactly what I wrote was: "This is the exact kind of pretentious that a teenager would think was profound."
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> So I relate to Aaron heavily.
1: <laughs> I grew up in the live journal era. Let oh, me tell you.
0: <laughs> we all oh. thought we were so oh, deep. God. <laughs> Getting so philosophical with my aim away message. Real lies, <laughs> real lies, real lies. Sometimes I get
2: nostalgic for that. And then I yeah. go, no, no, that was a terrible time. What do you think?
0: No, <laughs> I totally get nostalgic. Okay, my friends and I used to... Uh, we would email each other constantly, but we would go on this website called iconator.com. And it was just a bunch of like little icons. And they would say like, like they would just be funny or they would just like say like, realize, realize, realize kind of things. And we would just, that was what we did for fun is we would go on iconator and find like deep quotes and like funny icons and just email them to each other all the time. (laughs) So exactly. Like, Snapchat or Instagram. It's all full circle.
1: (laughs) Just send memes back and forth. Yeah. (laughs) Or TikToks back and forth. Oh my god. Yep. But Jess
2: Boy, we really haven't evolved at all, have we?
0: No, (laughs) we really (laughs) haven't. Different technology. Yeah. And it always ends up coming back full circle anyways. So (laughs) um but Jess has said that she thinks that I'm the most like Sister Michael. to segue into talking about some of our adults in the show. <laughs> the adults. That's what they are. Oh, I also like how the actors that
1: play these girls are like 30. <laughs>
0: like, No, that's adults. only Nicola. Everybody oh. else is in their 20s. Okay. <laughs> so only the girl the girl who plays Claire, who I think looks the youngest out of all so of I. them.
1: <laughs> but she's, she's, like, yeah.
0: she's in her 30s, yeah.
2: Wow, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think her and the actress that plays Sister Michael are, like, pretty close in age. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that incredible?
1: It is. That's... I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So Sister Michael's my
2: favorite. Sister Michael. I love her so much. All Half of my notes from her are just quotes.
0: Yes, good. <laughs> <laughs> Please read some. Yes. Please read some. Uh, <laughs> yes.
2: Well, I think it's safe to say that we all just have a little bit of respect for you there, Claire. <laughs> 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 or they are... I will not be joining you on the trip as I despise the French <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what I was texting Jess and I was like which, which character am I the most like and you were like Sister Michael and I was like it's just because I'm Catholic and then I was watching Dairy Girls as this conversation was happening and it was when she said I can't go on the trip because I despise the French and I went yeah alright that's fair <laughs> I fucking hate the French <laughs> fuck the French
2: <laughs> oh, or the, the bit in, um again, in the, epi- the episode of The Wake, where she's there for the communion and she's talking to Calm and he's just going <laughs> on and on and on. And she's just like, Am I dead? Is this hell?
0: <laughs> am I at <am> my wake? <laughs> oh, she also has a moment in that episode, too. Like, the whole reason that she's at The Wake is to be able to provide communion for people. Mm-hmm. Um and it's only because (laughs) I know what your tongue say. The the priest the priest um the priest couldn't come because he was hungover and so she went in his place. Uh but she's talking to Aaron's dad, Jerry, um, and she just like goes, Are you a tongue person? (laughs) he's like what and she's like Christ but I cannot stand the tongue people I love that there's also no explanation for that so like if you're not fucking Catholic like if you don't receive the Eucharist like you're probably like I have no idea what she's talking about when you say tongue people
2: I didn't even think about that because I knew exactly what she was talking about
0: oh yeah it's always old people it is (laughs) it's the old people they're disgusting tongue people (laughs) okay so like as a very, a very brief moment in my life, I did Eucharistic ministry, and so that meant that during Mass, when they were like, oh, just "Lamb of God, let us have Eucharist," <laughs> I haven't been to Mass in a long time. Um, <laughs> I was, I was help, I would help give out, give out the Eucharist. Um, and obviously, this is pre-COVID times. I don't think you're allowed to be a tongue person anymore. Uh, which <laughs> makes me very happy inside.
2: Signs now, like, please know some no people.
1: tongues. <laughs> 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 Wait, is that really a thing? There's signs, Are you just? No. Okay, no, just well, well, you but know. I guarantee you
0: that there's like regular. I, I,
1: I don't. I didn't know if you were going to be kidding or not.
0: <laughs> no, <that's laughs> I guarantee how yes. that, like before they do, before they do communion, that like the priest will do like a reminder of like we're not doing tongues.
2: <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I haven't been to mass in years, they very well might have signs.
0: <laughs> they do not like, at my parents' church. <laughs> I, I, my mom would have taken a picture and sent it to me because she would have thought it was fucking hilarious. My mom works at the church. If that gives you more context for how Catholic my family is. <laughs> okay, alright. <laughs> so, um, but oh, fucking... Sister Michael is so right. Why can't you just lift the wafer into your own... Unless you have a disability. Why can't you lift the fucking wafer into your own mouth, you nasty tongue people? It's just because you're old and think that I'm here to serve you the body of Christ. Fuck off. (laughs) I have a lot of feelings about tongue people.
2: (laughs) I was not expecting this rant, but I love it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Did you know... Did you know with... (laughs) Sorry, this is another Catholic tangent. Um, With the Eucharist, it has to all be consumed. Or it Mm -hmm. has to be, like, properly disposed of. And properly disposing of it includes, like, burning it. Because it is literally, because of transubstantiation, Catholics believe that that literally becomes the body and blood of Christ. And so it's easier with, like, the Eucharist to just get rid of it you can't really burn wine. (laughs) So if there's like my church rarely did wine, they only did it on like special occasions just because we had such a large congregation. Like it just wasn't feasible. Um, So it would only be like on Christmas and on Easter and on like feast days and stuff like that. And my mom was a Eucharistic minister for Christmas Eve mass one year and she was doing the wine and it was her and a bunch of other old people. And so it comes the end of communion and you have to dispose of it if you have any left over. So my mom drinks the rest of hers. There's only a little bit left in the chalice anyways. But then this old woman who barely had anybody come up to get wine from her, come up to my mom and be like, I can't drink because of my medications. So my mom chugged a whole glass of wine. (laughs) At Christmas Eve mass, <laughs> in the name of the Lord, <laughs>
2: I fucking love that. Two things: one, uh-huh. I love that story. Two, listening to that, I'm starting to realize why other Christians think of Catholics, Catholicism, as a cult.
1: Okay, oh, thank you. No. What's wrong with a little trans- among friends? <laughs>
0: I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like, what the fuck? it is. The, the 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 cracker and the wine literally become the body and blood of Christ. We okay. genuinely believe that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is not metaphorical in any way shape or form. It is all literal. Or liturgical, and if you, you see
1: will. why um, I asked you if the no tongue signs <laughs> were like real or not because I genuinely don't know when you say <laughs> shit you know, like that. Right, right. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: God. but like I, I think that's also something that I love about Sister Michael is she very much so is not. She doesn't like the Catholic church. (laughs) No. (laughs) She likes her position within it because she Mm -hmm. gets free room and board. She's in a position of pseudo power and like, nobody's going to fucking bother her. She's a fucking nun. She gets to live alone and be like, do her own thing. And that's what she cares about with being a nun. This woman is barely religious. And I love (laughs) that about her. I love that.
2: I think my favorite sister Michael moment is her keeping that statue.
3: Oh! oh <laughs> that she, yes.
2: she let the other, the representative from the other school come <laughs> just so <laughs> she could in this in this person's face say, I'm going to keep this. <laughs> you have wasted your time by coming here. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I like that that episode, the episode that comes before that one is the one where Sister Michael says, I do love a good statue, it has to be said. <laughs> and <laughs> Again, Chris and I were watching season two last night, and that is the first episode of season two, and both of us were like, a good statue! (laughs) It's good shit! I have so many pictures. I have so many pictures on my phone of different statues of Mary from when we were in the Philippines, because they're all (laughs) impeccable. Incredible. We love a statue. It has to be said. (laughs) Oh wow.
2: And she's easily the funniest character on the show.
0: Oh, oh yeah. 100%. Absolutely. I do also really love Aaron's parents, Mary oh, and god. Mary and Jerry from Derry. From Derry. <laughs> it reminds me of my parents, who are Mary and Chris. And so when they introduce themselves, they go, "We're Mary and Chris. We thought about naming our daughter Mess, so it would be Merry Christmas, but we thought oh, that was god. a little too far." Oh my god. <sighs> do you see why i relate to this show so fucking much (laughs) this is just my life (laughs) just my life
1: um i love how jerry is the only voice of reason in (laughs) this family in this Mm -hmm. show and nobody listens to him Mm -hmm. and he's just like so
0: powerless Mm
1: -hmm. in his own home
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) The, the antagonistic relationship between him and granddad joe Is (laughs) so good. So good. I had only ever seen the actor who plays Joe in Game of Thrones before, and so seeing him in this, I was just like, "Oh my god, who does he play in Game of Thrones? Who does
2: he play in Game Uh, of Thrones?"
0: uh, Barristan Selmy, or whatever the fuck his name is. Holy shit! Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I knew it. Just
2: you didn't know this either.
1: Yeah, it's 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 Barrister (laughs) Barristan. Yeah. Granted, Joe. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I never would have. What? Yeah. You think okay, okay, I I gotta... Gotta... I'm no, lying to you? I don't think you're lying
2: to me. I just need to. I just need to, for my own sanity, look at this. didn't um, tell me. While I'm looking at this, I would like to mention um, my favorite moment in the entire series is actually between Jerry and Joe. <gasps>
0: Ooh, I have a feeling I know what it is, but please do tell.
2: It is in the finale of season one when they're watching the news uh, mm-hmm. uh, about like the latest attack mm-hmm. and Joe just puts his hand on Jerry's shoulder mm-hmm. and it is such a powerful moment because it's the first act of kindness
3: mm-hmm. that
2: we've seen Joe to and Jerry. And I think it so beautifully underscores one, how serious the situation is mm-hmm. two how much Joe actually cares.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cause he like very much so likes to portray this very flippant uh, attitude about everything. But mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, like I do think Joe would kill a man for Jerry. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I want you to know that. He- oh my. Wait, what? Excuse me. He's also General Dodonna in Rogue One.
0: What? Oh, yeah! I forgot about that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Who is this
0: man, this chameleon man that I never know who yeah. he's actually playing? Honestly, my favorite role of his is Joe. To be 100% honest with you, it is Joe. Uh, he would him agree so with masterfully. that. I love it.
2: Well, actually, let me see what else he's been in before <laughs> I say that. Because maybe I've seen him in something else.
0: Right?
1: <laughs> I'm looking at the pictures of Sir and I never, ever in a million years would have guessed that, that is, those are the same people. Yeah. Like... And General Dardano, oh God, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be shook.
0: (laughs) You're welcome.
1: Wow, why do we always come back to Star Wars? Wow,
3: what the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) That's him. (laughs) Holy shit.
2: We are learning tonight. <laughs> we
0: are. This is an
2: educational podcast.
0: Is- <laughs> we'll have to start listening. This is educational. Okay, I just scrolled through his no. IMDb.
2: I would agree Joe is my favorite role of his.
0: Yeah. It is. It is. It is so... He's so good. And he's so funny. I love the episode where Joe accidentally gets high. <laughs> and he- nice and hearing oh, yeah. We didn't mention and this when we... We didn't talk about this when we were talking about Michelle. Well, actually, no, because we're going to... St- I want to talk about this. Is my favorite moments. This is one of my favorite moments. But uh, I love when Joe gets fucking stoned at the wake on accident, and that that is what makes him genuinely like face to face nice to Jerry. And like <laughs> that's how we know everything is wrong. <laughs> like, Joe is high as fuck. <laughs>
1: um, I need to, I need to bring up that same episode. One of my favorite moments with Jerry is when he just comes a raging asshole, yelling at the <laughs> old ladies in the kitchen preparing dinner, like back up, and they're just like chopping, like terrified, shaking. Well, <laughs> well, it's so
2: funny because like
1: he finds a little bit of power, and he's like, ah.
2: Well, my favorite thing about it is that he doesn't it immediately. It's not like he walks into the kitchen and is me like, no, I'm taking over. He just kind of gets roped into it, and like the first couple scenes we see, like he's going frantic, and then suddenly he's running it. <laughs> It's like, what happened in between the last time we saw you here and now?
0: That would be, that would 100% be my dad. My (laughs) My
1: other
2: other favorite Um, Jerry moment is in um, series one, when they're getting out of town because of the parade. And the guy from the IRA is in their trunk. And they're at the diner talking over what to do. And Joe is like, egging him on like, you gotta stand up for yourself. Like, uh, you didn't order that uh, drink that the waitress brought you, so when she comes <laughs> back, yeah. you should really give her a piece of your butt. He's like, fine, I'll do it. And then he just makes this poor woman cry. <laughs> <Is that> Everybody's <laughs> like, "What's <"Where laughs> <is> going, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, so i all just like, appalled at Jerry. <laughs> it's so good.
1: Oh my god.
2: It's so good. Which, which, funny, actually, um, and I may be reading too much into this, but that episode also has one of my favorite Joe moments. Mm. And again, I might be looking too much into this, but he tells James to look after that tent, right? Mm -hmm. And at the end, (laughs) when the tent gets stolen, he doesn't blame James. (laughs) You could read that as, oh, this is just another reason for him to, like, uh, uh, poke at Jerry, right? Mm -hmm. But this time I was watching, I was like, I kind of also see that as, like, him being like, and again, I could be reading too much of this, like, James doesn't really have a male Mm
0: -hmm. mentor figure in his life. No, I feel that's so true. Yeah.
2: So me watching, I was like, uh, I kind of read it as him being like, okay, I'm going to show, uh, uh, like, be this figure for James right now. Give him a bit of responsibility. <laughs> I understand, though, that he didn't actually fuck it up and I don't want to make him feel bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he could be reading
2: too much into that, but that's how I read it.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's really great. I do too. I would love to have Joe <laughs> as my male role <laughs> model.
1: This we is love why- a man
0: who is just like no let's fucking sneak the wee raw man across the border <laughs> <laughs> i love that everybody in that episode everybody for the most part well half of everybody so not everybody half <laughs> <of the> group, <laughs> i'm really high sorry um uh is like no we have to leave him here and the other half is like no we're gonna fucking take him and the thing that that gets people to be like, no, we're not sneaking this IRA man across the border. Uh, is the fact that he was the one who graffitied their <laughs> fucking house.
2: Well, my other thing about that is one, that's what does it. And two, even the characters are like, no, we shouldn't take him. they're like, we're also not going to call the cops.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely <laughs> not. No, no fucking peelers <laughs> today, baby. Yeah. <laughs>
1: My favorite M- Mary moment is when it's the actually it's not just a moment it's the episode where she catches Joe winking at somebody oh during And She's like, "I will find out."
2: <laughs> like, so her and Sarah that episode just like shocked and appalled that their father would date. And what's when, the like their was for for like what was it like seven years or something like that? Yeah, it's like, like ten, ten years. years. It's like a long ass time.
1: Yeah, it's um, only been ten years.
2: <laughs> and my favorite bit about that is with with Sarah when they meet Maeve and, like, she's like, oh, no, I hate this woman. She's terrible. But that blow dry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, Sarah. I do... uh, (laughs) One of my favorite Mary moments uh, is... (laughs) It's always the wake episode. I feel like that might just be my favorite episode. Um, But, like, her... Her telling her aunt to drop dead, you spiteful old hag, and then she does drop dead.
2: <laughs> Sarah has my favorite line in that episode, which is a. Uh, I-, I have the exact quote here under <laughs> S- Sarah or under my notes from that episode. I took a, l- a lot of notes. I may have overprepared.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, you sit down on that floor at your own risk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <You're>
1: <laughs> unful- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, my favorite Mary episode is the it's the the Mary crying dog oh. episode because oh, the dog is supposed to be dead and her she just like manufactured this whole situation <laughs> and let her, Aaron and the kids take the fall for.
2: I it. would also like to mention that dog is not mentioned before that episode.
0: No, absolutely no. Not. <laughs> it's just a random ass dog. Yeah, Koto. Yeah. Which which does help Mary's... Um, he was a shit dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. It In one of my favorite Mary moments, who... This just... God fucking reminds me of my family. Um, is the poetry episode where they catch them... Uh, they catch the girls having gotten into the Christmas cupboard. Um, and... They're talking about how they're so stressed about their poetry assignment because their teacher, Mr. Brune, ripped up their poems. And Mary's like, she ripped up your poems? Why? And Aaron's like, it's because we weren't writing from the soul. And then Mary's essentially like, well, why weren't you writing from the soul? Like, that's the issue that she has now.
2: My other thing about her in that episode is that... um, they go to see the usual suspects and they have to evacuate the theater. Oh. And then the rest of the episode she's obsessed with <laughs> Kaiser Sose. <laughs>
1: no,
0: she's so good. I love her so much. Or uh,
2: the, the season the series 2 opener where um, it starts with like um, all of them over at Aaron's house and uh, Michelle's like, oh, my mom said you could keep the big bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just what what's wrong oh, with the big bowl is this something <laughs> I need to find out what, what is the problem with this bowl
0: <laughs> I love I love that the adults get to have their dumb teenager moments too like her getting so fixated on the fact that Deirdre let her keep the big bowl <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like- So 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 suspicious, (laughs) and like the fact that she cares so much about the big
2: that she called in the middle of the night. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, there's something about that that is just so like if you want to relate it to to an American life, so suburban mom, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like suburban white mom. My mom's name is Mary. I'm just, I'm having a time here, folks. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but I do, I love that Sarah also just to be unapologetically weird. Yeah. Uh, people definitely give her shit for it, though. But it's you only know, like the, <laughs> the
1: wedding dress situation oh, where oh she my wore god. a white and upstaged the bride.
0: <laughs> oh. And she... Everybody telling her that, like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, she's like, Mary, it's your hat. (laughs) (laughs) You should be ashamed of that hat. Oh, my
3: God.
2: I do do love that about Sarah, too. Like, yeah, she's also just like Orla. Just weird. And she's also so supportive of Orla's, like, interests.
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: Like
2: when Orla's doing the step aerobics.
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) Sarah's right there with her.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. One of my favorite Sarah moments is um, in in the uh, first episode of season two when they're talking about like they're going on the outdoor excursion thing and how much Orla loves being in the outdoors. And Sarah's talking about how like when they went camping that one time, like she almost just let, left Orla there because she <laughs> loved the woods so much. And what I love about that is... That would not be a CPS call on my end because she's meeting it with full love and intention of my child is having a blast right now. I should yeah. let her live here. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to know anything about who Orla's father is because I, I love Sarah getting to be her own mysterious entity.
2: <laughs> One other uh, a Mary and Sarah moment that I really love is in the second episode When after they've, the the girls have stolen the pin board from the chip shop shop, (laughs) and they have to clean it and they fuck it up and they call Mary and Sarah and their solution is to stage a robbery. (laughs) (laughs) That is the adult solution is we are going to stage a robbery.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I love that. All of this is because Michelle, uh, burned down half of the apartment because yeah. she lit shots on fire. <laughs> oh, it's so just <laughs> Oh no. They're all so good. Honorable character mentions. Oh yeah. These were just some <laughs> other
0: characters that I adore. Like Jenny Joyce. <laughs> so she's so annoying. I want to punch I know her, somebody in her. Exactly face. like her. Uh-huh. They were so
2: good at making yes. her annoying
0: yeah just so good she's insufferable i love her oh oh,
2: yeah yeah.
0: oh go ahead russ sorry
2: (laughs) no 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 you you
0: first (laughs) the the episode where it's the same episode where they they steal the the job board from finola's um (laughs) They do that because they want to go on the parish trip Mm -hmm. and Jenny tells them to just dip into their trust fund to get the money to afford going on the trip. And I remember having this conversation with Jess via text of like, did you ever, did, did your rich friends ever like once tell you like, oh, just, just dip into your trust fund Because I remember one time a rich friend of mine was just like, yeah, talk to your parents about, like, your college savings fund. And I was like, okay. And I went home and I was like, you guys have been saving money for college for me, right? And they laughed at me. Yep. Same. It's it's so (laughs) funny that that's what you.
2: It's so. Abby, we really have same brain disease. (laughs) Because my very first note for Jenny is her being so out of touch to think that everyone has a trust fund.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I mean, I think that's, again, I feel, this is the same for all of these characters, but I feel like that's why I love Jenny, is because we all know a Jenny. We've mm-hmm. all met a Jenny Joyce.
2: It was. It's really funny, too, because there's actually one moment in the series where I am 100% on Jenny's side. Mm. And um, that's when, in the episode with the New English teacher, who, we haven't really talked about Mr. Broom. Mm. Honestly... Terrible teacher. I totally get why teenagers would think she was cool.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: But like when they run into Jenny, when they're on the way back from her uh, from her house, and Jenny's like, she invited you over to her house. That's weird. I'm like, like yeah, no guys, Jenny's right.
0: Yeah, I don't understand, yeah, Jen- but
2: Jenny's right. Jenny's
0: right. <laughs> Unfortunately, Jenny's right. You shouldn't be going over to a teacher's house in the middle of the night and getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: Oh, that's another favorite Claire moment of mine is that oh. she just like oh. sucks down the the wine and is mm-hmm. like so shit faced, uh-huh. just sloshing around the street.
0: So another good. another like pro Jenny moment is basically the entirety of the prom episode. Um, I do I do love Aaron just being like, we wouldn't have a prom if it weren't for Jenny. Like she's organizing all of this. Fucking let her be prom queen. Why does it fucking matter? Uh, yeah. And it's only because May gets so hyper fixated on Jenny, not letting her a dress a dress that Jenny yeah. put aside. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, what?
2: Yeah. It's, it's weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but I, that is one where I'm just like, no, Jenny's in the right here. Just fucking let Jenny be prom queen. <laughs> like, yeah. <whatever>. cares. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that episode is a fucking trip. <laughs>
1: I just like that she's the one that tells on them for having a party with the Protestant boys, and has to come with Sister Michael to see them get in trouble because <laughs> she can't brown nosing isn't enough. She has to see be, be self righteous as well. So in life, Jenny,
0: <laughs> but you will not be very liked. Yeah, that's exactly it exactly is. <laughs> oh, <was. laughs> so good, so good. Uh, another excellent character is Father Peter. <laughs>
1: I I love love he comes
0: back. I love
2: Father Peter so much. That whole bit where he's like, does God exist? Does he exist? Does he? Is your entire life built on a lie, Peter? I quote that sometimes. (laughs) Just because it's so good. Like be in one of our D&D campaigns like had their character have a crisis of faith and was specifically like just change the word so it would be their character it's
3: it's your entire
2: life built on a lie or them just all fawning over them these are my real eyes yes
0: (laughs) Yes. I love the way all of the girls including James just fall head over heels for Peter in their own way Uh, Mm -hmm. it's it's adorable because I've seen it happen. (laughs) (laughs) I have not known many hot priests in my life, but there have been a few that were like younger priests. So not necessarily hot, just they weren't 60 and dying. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And like, they would like, I don't know. Sometimes like our, our youth minister would like get younger priests to come in and like, talk to us to be like so relatable yeah like (laughs) young people can have faith too i can't (laughs) tell you like that's why i love the like the fact that james like starts dressing like a priest because (laughs) i've seen it happen (laughs) that's so real
2: (laughs) don't be such a dick james
0: oh my god (laughs) oh that's that's goes back to your point Russ of like James not having a lot of like positive Mm -hmm. male role models Mm -hmm. like initially he was like "Oh, Father Peter I love him because Father Peter is the first one to tell him you're not a dick James and then he calls him a dick by the end of the episode
2: (laughs) it is hilarious and also kind of heartbreaking
0: oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) I Father Peter cracks me the fuck up the fact that he briefly yeah Yeah. he briefly leaves the priesthood
2: (laughs) yeah this is actually gonna. This involves Father Peter, but it's actually gonna pivot back more in the episode where he comes back, and like the, as questions, and Michelle shouts out something about him and the hairdresser, and Sister Michael just goes, "Miss Madeline, please, if you have a question, raise your hand."
0: <laughs> the way Sister Michael hates Father Peter. I know the way Sister Michael hates priests. Period. I love that for her. I love that for her. Oh my god, he's he's a fucking trip. And I, this this was when I was rewatching Dairy Girls for the millionth time, and I was texting Jess about Father Peter, and Jess mm. was like, "Have you seen Fleabag yet?" <laughs> <laughs> and I finally was just like, "I have to watch Fleabag." And I haven't
1: watched it. Oh, you need to. We're going to do an episode I know what you're Fleabag. talking about I know I what you're talking about. I
0: binged <laughs> the whole... And it was very easy to binge because it's much like Dairy Girls and that it's only six episodes a season for like 25 minutes an episode. Um, I binged the entirety of Fleabag that day <laughs> and learned new things about myself. <laughs>
2: I'm happy for
0: you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I read a great book recently. If you want to know what book it was, you can go to my story graph. (laughs) That kind of fits in with this Father Peter hot priest from fleabag theme. So yeah, you know.
1: Oh. Good old Father Peter.
0: I hope he comes back in season three. I do too. Just for no reason. (laughs) Like
2: just for Sister Michael to shit on him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh. oh, and I want a brief There's- shout out for Uncle Column. Oh my uncle God, Colum. I
2: have known so many people There's exactly so- like him.
0: Mm-hmm. Me too. Uncle Column <laughs> reminds me so much of my great uncle Bernie, who <laughs> was my dad's dad's oldest brother, and exactly like Uncle Column, like in the way that he speaks, in the things that he says, except a thick. Boston accent instead Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is so
1: Spot on (laughs) It's not even funny
2: There was a lady I used to work with uh, Who I won't name Uh, Older lady Uh Very nice Should have retired 20 years ago Mm -hmm. Cause She she would just Tell these long Boring ass (laughs) long-winded stories about nothing (laughs) and it was exactly like home oh my
1: god
2: it's like all i could think
1: of um the first time billy watched this with me it was an episode where he gives a very long-winded story and meanders to and from tangents and just keeps going and billy was like i don't know if i can
0: watch this (laughs) this character makes me so uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but we all love our column at the end of the day. Oh my gosh. I really love the, oh, I, (laughs) no, go ahead. (laughs) I love the
1: episode where poor Jerry just tries to get a date night alone with Mary and everybody comes, including Uncle Carl.
2: (sighs) (sighs) I was going to say, um, the series two finale where Joe is obsessed with meeting Bill Clinton because he doesn't want Column to be a president up on him
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Column has met JFK Mm -hmm. and then Jerry makes a comment about oh JFK met Column. like that man did not have any luck did he (laughs) 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 I can't imagine like the so fucking Catholics are obsessed with JFK right Makes sense. why because she's like okay that's right. we've only had okay. two catholic presidents and our current one here? <laughs> is is a fucking nightmare i mean not that jfk probably wasn't a fucking nightmare either i was but, gonna say jfk but, right like there, he was no walk in the park but uh <laughs> just like i can't imagine like like your brother got to meet jfk and you fucking did it and then he got his head just did that like <laughs> that sucks <laughs> no, no. has Russ ever heard my his head just did that theory
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just water in my mouth <laughs> you, you almost just witnessed my death
0: <laughs> <laughs> would your head have just done that too possibly wow let me go get my pillbox hat <laughs> Um, this
1: reminds me, Abby. We're gonna do an episode, a high thoughts with Abby episode, Patreon episode about JFK conspiracies. Um, we recorded a Titanic <laughs> episode,
0: and we still haven't released it. <laughs> you know what? All I have to do for the editing for that episode is just add music, and I just haven't done it. This was we recorded this episode for our Patreon before like, my breast reduction surgery. Jesus. So in July, almost a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> I have going on? I got my tits chopped off. What do you want from me? Oh <laughs> and my then I God. was at an abusive job. I don't know what to <laughs> tell you.
1: <laughs> I so anyway, a Titanic uh, conspiracy theory episode is coming at some point.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe at this point we'll just fucking make it an actual episode. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, I love, I love the I love the season two finale for a lot of reasons, but like one of them is like the, you finally really get to see a relationship between Colum and Joe about like how desperate these two are to get to see a president. (laughs) Actually, Column probably couldn't give two shits less, but Joe is just like, I will see a president. I will meet Bill Clinton. And they (laughs) fucking believe that he's in Bert. (laughs) What a good episode.
2: I, I wrote down like I was impressed that they got back in time for his speech.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's good. <laughs> is that a Catholic thing to be obsessed with American presidents? No. <laughs> like Irish Catholic thing. No. <laughs> that's just a dairy thing.
0: <laughs> I think I think for Joe it was like, well, one, he got to meet another president, and two, like, this is the first time a US president is coming to coming to Northern Ireland in God knows how long. Yeah. Because when JFK came, he was in Dublin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Good shit.
2: There's one other small character I just wanted to mention. Yeah. And that's Dennis the shopkeep. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, That's also one of my- Oh, my God.
2: Just because that man is so unhinged.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. There's something wrong with him.
2: Like, seriously wrong.
0: That is... He is he- not okay. He is one what? of the... He has one of my favorite moments in the season two finale where he is trying to sell these shit American flags that he accidentally bought so many of. It, it is how, did he get, blue.
2: how did he get bootleg American flags?
1: That don't have enough stars. <laughs> it's like, don't know, there's don't that don't
2: enough stars. stars. He's like, uh, 20 states just left. They didn't want to make right. a big deal out of it.
0: Right, like, he just totally is, that's, that's what fucking kills me, is, like, they're like, if if 20 states left the US, I think we would have heard about it. And he's like, they didn't want to make a big deal out of it. <laughs> what? Can <laughs> you imagine if 20 states just up and left? <laughs> and just, like, did so casually? <laughs> I do love yeah. Dennis. He he is he cracks me up. Yeah. <sighs> so we've kind of like touched on a lot of like our favorite moments, they especially like favorite character moments as we've been talking. But uh Russ, what what would you say is like one of your like all-time favorite dairy girls moments? oh uh,
2: well I already mentioned my my favorite is Joe putting his hand on mm. you know, Jerry's shoulder. That is my favorite moment. Uh some of the others are just some of the jokes. Um the one episode with the fish and chips, the scene where they're getting everybody's orders, the chip order continuing to go up every time it's mentioned.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> it's such like a small joke. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's it's great. By the time they get by the time they're ordering, I think it's seven bags of chips. Yeah. Yep. It's like seven or eight.
1: Yep. Um, Which is more pe- than they have people, I yep. think. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um swear on Dolly. Yes. Uh,
0: swear on dolly
2: which is even better because i forgot that that moment happens in front of a priest and a nun <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah in addition to all of the catholic iconography that they have in their home they also have a framed photo of dolly parton and there's something really beautiful about that i think
2: <laughs> um let's see i have a, a couple others that i hadn't mentioned that mm-hmm. was um uh, everybody coming together for Orla in the series mm-hmm. one finale. I think that's a very nice moment. Um, in series two, when they're going to the concert and they lie about the suitcase full of vodka, <laughs> and the bomb squad <laughs> has to come out.
0: Yeah.
2: And then my last one is is of course one that I think is going to be on all our lists, which is
1: I'm a dairy girl.
0: Uh, yes. Makes uh, <laughs> me to cry. Uh, what about you,
1: Jess? I, my favorite like soft moment is when James comes to take Aaron to the prom. I think mm. that is just the most pure, like adorable thing. And it just, James. <sighs> he's just he's a very so attractive much. man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's been, I can fix him, <laughs> I can give him love. It's 100% oh, what God.
1: it is. <laughs> what is my favorite com I can't think of my favorite comedic moment Abby you go and I'll think about it Oh shit
0: I was like I was like okay good Jess is gonna talk for a hot minute so I can think about what my favorite moment
1: (laughs) is so okay I have one of them is Orla's step aerobics performance oh good (laughs) so good where it's like a boombox her and everybody's just laughing because they think it's a joke and she's like yeah (laughs) this is so (laughs) serious it's just her entire obsession with step aerobics is just great yes as a a child of somebody who was very into step aerobics oh god <laughs> would do it with her mother
0: uh-huh. that's <laughs> adorable that's adorable i think i'm trying to think of like i feel like a lot of my favorite moments come from season 2 um which so i think season 2 is probably my of uh, i mean there's only two seasons right now but of the two i think season 2 is my favorite um I love the uh, scene of the differences and similarities between Catholics and Protestants. (laughs)
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Protestants hate ABBA. Protestants hate ABBA. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? The show is made for me. Really that, is, that is one of my absolute favorite moments. I will rewatch that over and over and over again. Also the the um like when they're t- in the season one finale when they're talking about like who could be the lesbian at school at the kitchen table and they're <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Joe is just like Bridget Gallagher from the post office is a lesbian and somebody's like, No, she's a vegetarian. And he goes, Oh, so so she is <laughs> That's so good. This show is so... I can't... If you have been listening to this episode, and I don't know why you are if you haven't watched Dairy Girls yet, and you haven't seen it yet, please, you will cry laugh every single time you watch this show. It is endlessly funny, even though you've seen the jokes over and over and over again. But I think my absolute number one favorite moment is I am a Dairy Girl... It always Mm -hmm. gives me chill. And like when the, I, what I love about that scene, not only is James being like, I am a dairy girl, it is also the girls are at the very front row to watch Bill Clinton give a speech in dairy. And like they talk throughout the whole episode about how fucking important it is that Bill Clinton is coming to dairy to give this speech. And obviously the girls are so stoked. They're at the front row. It doesn't fucking matter because their best friend just left. And they're devastated until Orla notices James like being like, I am a dairy girl. And they all just (laughs) say, fuck it. They book it out of there just to come and hug James. And they all just, they leave. Like they leave the event. And I think there's, I think that's part of like, that kind of goes into like, what makes this show so good is it does such a good job of showing what it is like to be a teenager in troubled times. <laughs> because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, cool, f- yeah, Bill Clinton is here. This is a once-in-a-lifetime thing, but my friend decided to stay, and that's what I care about more. And I love mm-hmm. that. That makes my yeah. heart so happy.
1: <laughs> no, that- and it's very also very relatable, yeah. having grown up. Post 9-11, <laughs> being a teenager, post 9-11, yeah. the war with Iraq and Afghanistan, like, just all of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just being like, but, okay, that's important, but this guy just doesn't like me, and I hate it. <laughs> I'm a teenager, <laughs> and
0: it's the worst thing that could happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So good. Yeah. Any other favorite moments from people?
1: Um. The moment where Aaron is threatening to watch James lose his virginity so that he won't have a good time that <laughs> is chasing him through this house party. This is the episode that has the Ukrainians in it as well.
2: My favorite line in that is when, like, when she, she was attracted to James. What would possess her? <laughs>
1: Also, when they're just, like, making out in front of them, and they're just, like, watching them, like, it's a science experiment, uh-huh. like, and then I think it's Claire is, like, is it, is this harassment? Like, is he enjoying this? Like, this is, this could be harassment, uh-huh. like, but they're still just watching and not interrupting. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, another, I'm now that I'm thinking of, like, favorite moments, like, another excellent moment of showing that these, these girls are just dumb teenagers is, um... The, the the episode where they're going to the concert in Belfast, um, but they run into the Travelers while mm-hmm. having to walk there, and then be like constantly being like, "Stop being so racist! Like you can't you can't call them that. You have to call them Travelers, and they're people just like us." And they end up like freaking the fuck out.
2: <laughs> well, uh, what I love about that is when they leave James behind yes. and they come back from, he just seems to be having a nice time. Yeah,
3: James. Is having a <laughs> time. And,
2: like when he uh, the 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 main the main traveler dude says something about like the artists they're going to go see. And James is like, that was one step too far. And he goes with the girls <laughs> and that dude looks like genuinely hurt.
1: Yeah. That he, yeah. Like
2: hurt James's feelings.
0: Yeah. They had a moment. <laughs> yeah. So good. James almost became a traveler. The wee English fella almost became an Irish traveler.
1: I love when the girls realize that James isn't there and they're just like,
0: Oh no, we left him. Uh-huh. Oh, the show is so good.
1: You know, my other so one of my favorite Michelle quotes, and I was doing a little Twitter thread about <laughs> Michelle quotes that I'll talk about in a second. But uh, the I think there's something really sexy about the fact that they hate us so much. is just so. <laughs> <laughs> And if that doesn't encompass my uh, fanfic saved. (laughs) (laughs) I saved fanfics and bookmarked fanfics.
0: Yeah, uh, one of uh, of Jess's favorite tropes is enemies to lovers. (laughs) I'm shocked. (laughs) We regularly talk about hate fucking Chris Evans. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) it's a stupid sexy boston accent i hate him (laughs) there's oh i can't even don't even get me started on chris evans (laughs) (sighs) yeah that's good shit good shit yep does anybody have like a definitive favorite episode yes (laughs) yeah
1: go for it
2: Oh, you go ahead, uh, Jess. I feel like I've talked a lot.
0: Um, <laughs> you're That's a why we have you here. You're yes! <laughs> to talk. <laughs> we literally um, talk all the time on this podcast. It's fine. We can shut the fuck up for a minute.
2: <laughs> okay, so I'll go. I... Oh, I... Oh, no, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> you go. <Okay. laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to go now. I'm just going to go. Okay. <laughs> My favorite episode is... Series one, episode three, with the dog.
3: Mm. And the,
2: the, like, there's other episodes that have, I think, better moments, but that episode kills me. <laughs> I laugh throughout that entire thing mm-hmm. from like start to finish. It is so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, every bit of that episode works for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I- <laughs> um my favorite episode is the wake episode and I think it's similar to the dog episode in that there's like ongoing like running jokes throughout the whole episode it comes full circle Mm -hmm. and then also just like the level of weirdness that keeps happening just gets weirder and weirder and then suddenly there's a toilet overflowing and it's tripping into the (laughs) casket, or your mother has has given this dog away and caused (laughs) strife within the community (laughs) (sighs) but there's all these other ongoing threads of things like Mm -hmm. you know the earring uh, mm-hmm. in the wake episode or um, the fact that Mary put a curse. On her, that's, no one wants to upset her because they don't <laughs> want her to curse. Them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's something that is something I love about Catholics is that we're still of at least the three like big groups, Irish Catholics, Latin Catholics, Filipino Catholics. We're a very superstitious bunch. (laughs) And I've had conversations with people about, like, why do we think that is? And a lot of it, I think, comes from, like, leftover, like, religions that existed, spiritualities that existed within those areas prior to Catholicism coming in. And so, like, it's a mix of, like, previous Dominant religions in the area Of like having some of that superstition And then also, you know, there's a fair amount of superstition In, in Catholicism, because, you know, blood magic and all But just <laughs> throw in Abby uh-huh. The
2: Italian Catholics are also oh,
0: superstitious Oh yeah, okay, yeah. alright, that's fair I feel that, yeah Italians exist
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Italian
0: You What? <laughs> Holy shit
2: My mom's whole side of the family is Italian
0: Oh my gosh, have I ever sent you the Italian Twix? <laughs>
2: No, but I feel like you need
0: to. <laughs> it's just a mozzarella stick.
2: <laughs> Delicious.
0: Yeah, that, that's my contact picture for Ash in my phone. <laughs> it's just Italian twix. <laughs> uh, I hate it, but I got. I love that there is like this. Like, oh yeah, we fully believe that Mary hexed this woman, and that is why she <laughs> died. <laughs> and like, and like, even their their cousin being like, I looked up the qualifications of what makes a curse. <laughs> I love that. That's so Do you funny. want to
2: hear a similar kind of story? Yes. To this day my mother is convinced that she was possessed by her grandmother in order to scare the shit out of my grandfather.
0: Oh my god.
3: So <laughs> what?
2: My 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 great-grandmother who I never met, she she died years before I was born. She had a nickname for my grandfather. She would call him buddy and she said she had a very distinct voice right she would call him buddy he was terrified of this woman and my mom <laughs> one time saw him at a store and she was trying to get his his attention she was like dad dad fred trying to wave him down so finally she had the idea to just yell out buddy and she's i was just like the Buddy, oh, <laughs>
3: which is how his
2: mom would yell it she said this man dropped to the floor
3: oh my god <laughs>
2: In the middle of the story, he dropped to the floor, convinced that his mother had returned from the grave. (laughs) (laughs) To this day, she's convinced, she's like, yeah, no, I think she might have.
0: (laughs) I fully believe it. That's some divine intervention right there. Oh, Oh my God. God. So good. So good. I think The Wake is my favorite episode. I think because every character has a good moment in that episode. Every gets everyone gets a hilarious moment in that episode. Uh, the fact that fucking Michelle brings drug scones to the fucking funeral, and the <laughs> plot is literally just get the drug scones back. <laughs> <laughs> Every
1: oh, character good. has their own plot in these two episodes. Yes. It feels like yes, it's. I and think it's, that's why they're it's so good. So
0: funny. It'll never Jerry not in the be kitchen, funny.
1: like Sister Michael having a moment of <laughs> talking about. <laughs>
0: Joe is high out of his mind.
2: <laughs> Joe that? bringing the scones. Oh like my bags God, bringing
0: them home. home. <laughs> also Orla just fully taking one like not even thinking about it. She's yeah. Odd. I love her. But that is that's a that's another um big Jess energy. <laughs> Bringing
1: drugs to a a wake, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I asked you if you would bring drugs to my wake, and you said I don't know how to answer that. (laughs) The answer is yes. What the fuck? (laughs) Unless we go together, then somebody else will bring drugs to our wake. (laughs) All right. right. (laughs) Make sure everybody does a drug.
2: (laughs) Let me make a note of it. Jess and Abby die in a freak accident together. Drug, drugs awake.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dr- drug wake Drug, wake. drug we're, putting wake. F- we're putting the fun back in funeral, baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jess and Abby aren't the only ones going hide again. Hide. <laughs>
0: our funeral is gonna be so fucking fun yeah (laughs) i like that we've already decided that we're having a a conjoined funeral there's no way one is going without the other Nope. (laughs) this is true love baby (laughs) i think if we're going sentimental episode my favorite is the season two finale because i think i think that episode in particular the wake for me captures how fucking hilarious and goofy this show is yeah. the season two finale where bill clinton is coming to dairy uh encapsulates what i think makes this show so good like going back to like the portrayal of being a teen in troubled times like it hits mm-hmm. it hits its theme right on the head of like what matters most at the end of the day to these girls is friendship everything else mm-hmm. be damned. Their friendship is the most important thing. And I love that.
2: There, there was another moment from that episode that I wanted to mention that I forgot about when we were talking about James. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a scene where he's defending his mom, right? Mm-hmm. And his mom just fucking sucks. His yeah. sucks. And you get this sense in that scene that this is not the first time he's had these conversations that mm-hmm. he's had to be like, no, 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 it's fine. She's, she's fine. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to work out. And it's so s- sad to watch.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And it, it, it just feels like he's done this a lot. Yeah.
0: And it's ooh, it kind of goes back to your, your initial point about James, about like longing for acceptance. Like he even didn't get that with his own mother. Mm-hmm. And like the first time he really truly gets accepted is by a bunch of people who bully the shit out of him. <laughs> In the name of love. And also because he's a fucking colonizer. But that's not James's <laughs> fault. <laughs> Being a dairy girl is a fucking state of mind. And that, quote, sticks with me.
1: <laughs> yep. We are all dairy girls. We are all dairy
0: girls.
1: <laughs> <sighs>
0: I think we've kind of, like, really cov- like covered a lot of, like, what makes this show so good. Um... Also, I I did. I had tweeted on the LBT Twitter account. Like, what do you, what do you all want to hear us talk about? And somebody was just like, maybe you could talk about what, like the the historical part that led up to (laughs) what (laughs) makes like what makes this so good, like in the context of the relationship between the girls and all that. It's like I could, and I'm sorry that I don't, uh, because we'd be here for a very long time. (laughs) That'll
1: be its own episode. (laughs) That has to be.
0: I feel we'll like we had a here.
2: lot of Catholic diversions already.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've, yeah. You know, we've had a bit of that. Like, we've we've talked a bit about that. Basically, all you need to know at the end of the day, fuck the English. <laughs> Chikia Arla, twenty-six plus six equals one, baby. That's all we care about. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> This but is your
1: introduction. We are giving you the introduction to go watch Dairy Girls if you had not watched it so this I, could be your
0: story of I, how you got to the show. I 100% thought this is, you were going to say, this is how we get you to join the IRA. I don't know why. I was like, yeah, this is, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> They've committed Honestly, to violence would- as of 2005. I wouldn't put it past
1: me to say something like that so I could see why you thought that's what was going to happen.
0: We regular. What about... Oh, uh, I want that Margaret Thatcher t-shirt. Like the IRA Margaret Thatcher t-shirt that I sent <gasps> you a long time ago. <laughs> we regularly talk about... We, we like to shit on Margaret Thatcher, right? As one does. Of and, course. And what really grinds my gears is that Margaret Thatcher did the one thing the IRA could never do, and that was just kill herself, essentially, by a heart attack or whatever the fuck she died from. I don't know. I don't care as long as she's dead. But, like, how dare she take that from the IRA? (laughs) That should have been theirs! (laughs) They worked hard for that! Yeah! (laughs) I'm not like other
3: girls. (laughs) I I commit war crimes. I commit war
0: crimes. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I did want to take... Did anybody have any other, like, thoughts on, like, what makes this show so good? Aside from some of the points we've already covered.
2: No, I feel like I've definitely, like, covered all the things that I really love about this show. Mm-hmm. So, um, n- nothing from me. <laughs>
1: yeah, I. it's just... Even if I can't relate, this mm-hmm. is not a, an identity I relate with. There is something relatable about this show in yeah. what you said, Abby, with it being a teen in troubled times, but also just being a, teen. a cringy teen girl yeah. <laughs> that gr- grew up in some kind of religious setting. Um, like, <laughs> every character has is somebody that I either know mm-hmm. or can relate to. Mm-hmm.
0: That's I think great. I think I think that that's a really good point of either you either know this character or you relate to this character in some way, shape yeah. or form. And I think that's part of like what makes it so charming yeah. and wonderful. And I'm really sad, but also like understanding that there's only going to be one more season, and then they're done. Um, <laughs> I do i'm i I'm always thankful for when a show gets to decide when it's done. Yeah. And so I'm very glad that that was the case for Dairy Girls. It was like this was, we planned for this to be three seasons kind of thing. I would love season 50 of Dairy Girls. What's
1: going to happen now that you know, Bill Clinton has come and there's peace. <laughs> Bill like, Clinton when, when, has
0: come and saved Northern Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going to happen now? <laughs> what is the? What is and there was never any
2: trouble in? again. <laughs>
0: ever, ever again. <laughs> um, I in in doing some some googling and also scroll. I love scrolling on the Dairy Girls Reddit. First of all, if you haven't, ten out of ten would recommend. They have a um they have a Maureen Malarkey bot where anytime you mention Maureen Malarkey they, it is a bot that goes don't mention that cheating lying bitch or whatever the fuck Joe says about Maureen Malarkey I think that's really beautiful <laughs> um, but I also oh learned God. that the, the the differences board from season 2 episode 1 in the differences between Catholics and Protestants is now uh, on display in like a museum in Derry. <laughs> I mean, wow! I mean, really? I think that's, that's where it's amazing. From, but I found like a picture of all of the differences, <laughs> and some of the. I just I just wanted to name and a couple of honorable mentions. Um, we we hear them talk about like Protestants like to march and Catholics like to walk. <laughs> um, Catholics obsessed with saints. That is one that my friends have called me out on uh, many times. Yeah. No. I. I yeah.
2: I definitely know that about that. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm, hmm. Will they, well, they even kind of show that in, in the the episode where they're going down? Uh, they're going on vacation to get away from the march. The Saint uh, Anthony's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By Saint
2: Anthony, false alarm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what, when you can't find. Holy Tony, look around. Something's lost that must be found. <laughs> like that's what you say, and then yeah, I f- always find the thing. I always find the thing every time. Wow. Holy Tony. <laughs> Holy Tony. Or um, Hail Mary, full of grace, provide us with a parking space. <laughs> Always find a oh parking spot. God. Every time. Um, <laughs> and Express one of the things. Train to hell. Yeah. One of the things on <laughs> here is just Catholic guilt. <laughs> That's fucking true. Um, let's see. Catholics love JFK. <laughs> okay uh, Yeah. A bit of foreshadowing yeah. Protestants love flutes <laughs> Jess is this true? No mm. Maybe <laughs> Protestants have horses I do not have
2: a horse Aww. Are you even a Protestant?
0: <laughs> <laughs> not anymore Protestants can't have fun on Sundays I didn't know that one Um and there was one, there was one more on here that I really loved. Oh, it was. <laughs> oh, there was a um, distance between the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Um, Excuse me? <laughs> Contraception. Yeah, that's another, that's oh, another big one. Oh, I'm that was, to... that was the thing I wanted to mention in, in like favorite moments um, is Again, season two, episode one, where they, they sneak into the boys' room at night, and Michelle is making out with the one guy, and is like, you want to go somewhere more private? And she so he shows her his purity bracelet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, all the girls being like, what the fuck is a purity bracelet? That is a very big difference between Catholics and Protestants. Y'all don't yeah. shut the fuck up about sex. Ever. Really? Like, ever <laughs> a purity culture. Y'all don't shut up about sex. We just don't talk about it. (laughs) We just don't. If you think about it, if you speak about it, you're going to hell. So we just don't even. We just don't even.
1: (laughs) I had a purity ring. Oh, God. I got married to Jesus. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. I am a product of Protestant
0: purity culture, and it's awful. (laughs) Okay. There was was once a time in my life where I thought I wanted to be a nun. So... (laughs) I think it's because it, that just meant I would have gotten to live with a bunch of girls.
3: I
2: have, <laughs> I have a friend from high school who was this close to being a priest.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, my be- one of my best friends uh, was literally like this close to being a nun in Italy. So <laughs> we're abundant, <laughs> um, but but yeah, I I appreciate that this exists and Protestants hate Abba, so. That's that's that about that. <laughs> mm.
2: I think we have just established who is better.
0: Yeah, <laughs> correct. Mm-hmm.
1: I have no skin in the game anymore. I don't care <laughs> for you. For
2: Do I?
0: You won the religion war. <laughs> The things Catholics have been longing to hear since (laughs) the Crusades. You've won the religion war, and I've done it (laughs) about talking about Dairy
1: Girls.
0: (laughs) Uh, If that's not an endorsement for Dairy Girls, I don't know what is.
2: (laughs) Is that an endorsement for Dairy Girls?
0: (laughs) Maybe not. All right, ignore everything I've just said. (laughs) Go watch Dairy Girls. Oh, oh, this was fun. This was a good laugh. I'm glad we did this episode. <laughs> Thanks for coming on here, Russ. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah.
2: Let me know if you want me on to talk about any uh, one of my other obsessions.
0: <laughs> like the Batman. <laughs>
1: I
2: was so good. I was not the one to bring it up first. <laughs> but yes, the Batman. <laughs>
0: The, my uh, predominant feeling after the Batman was, man, I really want to watch Twilight. And I feel like that says a lot about me as a person.
1: <laughs> One of our friends, Lynn, said something about like Batman. The Batman is like the sixth yeah. Twilight movie. Yeah. Like it's the natural progression of Edward Cullen to becoming the Batman. And I was like, I can't unsee that. And I this, yes, this can't wait to watch it again. I can't
3: wait to watch it again. <laughs>
0: I think this is what Edward was up to during New Moon when he meets <laughs> Bella. When he, he just, was, the Batman. He was just the Batman. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> well Again, thank you, Russ, for coming on and being fucking chaotic with us. We had a thank blast. you for having
2: me. It was fun.
0: Uh, <laughs> if you want people to find you on social media, where can people find you on social media?
2: Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at Clockwise Turnip, where I, yeah, uh, mostly just talk about whatever my current obsession is, which is currently the Batman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As it should be. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Yeah, at LBT Pod. <laughs> I just had a lost my brain cell moment. Um, you can find us on Twitter at LBT Pod. You can send us an email, lousybeautifultownpod at gmail.com. Holly is not allowed to send emails to us anymore. Holly <laughs> no. is banned from sending emails to us. She sent us Smooth Yoda. I'm not happy about it.
2: That <laughs> um, sounds distressing.
1: So if you this are is not. Because you always asked for people to email us. And I was like, yeah. no, don't email us. And you're like, no, email us because I'm the one who will get it. Yeah. And I read them because I don't read them.
0: Yeah. So this is your fault. It really <laughs> you is. asked for this. <laughs> it really is my fault. Um, you can uh, you can also leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> why are we talking about this again? Because I want validation. I don't know how many times I have to explain this. All I care about is validation. Spotify and we does reviews
2: now, too. Do they really? Yep, I already gave you guys five
0: stars. What? Oh. I didn't know you could leave <laughs> reviews on Spotify now. Can you leave, like, like a, like a? how do you- No, just star oh. ratings. No words. Oh, just star ratings. Okay. I was like, oh, is there words? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I know I'm mostly just pissed at the like random people who keep giving us one star on Apple podcasts and not fucking saying anything like as to why they're giving us. Wh- I know why, but tell <laughs> <kill> me coward <laughs> say to my face. Um, we'll read y- it on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Or you can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jess, where can the people find you?
1: You can find me at space Jess with four S's in the Jess. So where can they find you?
0: You can find me at Abby M. Cecilia. Uh, Don't forget, you that- can also find at no. you can
2: also find Abby <laughs> <laughs> at RBM Cecilia.
0: No, you can also find
1: Jess there. It was Jess? No, you were so kind to let me borrow that account when I was in Twitter jail. Like you could find me there for a little bit. You, you have such a generous heart.
0: <laughs> I'm being gaslit. <laughs> my friends uh, gaslight me for fun on Twitter.com. <laughs> With Arby's? <laughs> what the fuck is my life? <laughs> anyway, uh, we don't have a sign-off because we've never had a sign-off, so, uh... Bye! <laughs> 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 oh.
3: Your touch has thrilled me like the rush of the wind, and your arms have held me safe from a rolling sea. There's always been a quiet place to harbor you and me. The boat.